be advised and let's be quite clear. Oh. Please know that we do indeed cuss. If you are offended by language that is quite spicy, gay lingo, and ratchetness, please exit your podcast app at this time, Miss Mamas. The views expressed here do not reflect our places of employment. Don't be trying to get us fired. We will find you. Bitch. Love Musa and Josh. So here's a little disclaimer before we get things started. 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 Before we get things started. Before we get things started. I happen to be in our business. All right, welcome black everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Musa. And I am Josh. This is our podcast, child. So you know how we do every day, yes. every time you hear us talking. Welcome. We, it's been probably been a few weeks. Um, no, we're on schedule. We're black and truly whack. Oh, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> no. Okay, well, let's just start out. Josh, how are you doing? <laughs> I am fine. I am great. <laughs> I see your face and I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I can tell you what I don't like. Um, I'm fine. Nothing's been going on. <laughs> I feel like you have something to say. You know what? <laughs> I don't have anything to say. Okay, good. And I, I will just let the day unfold this episode unfold the way it's supposed to unfold because i'm sure you have a lot to say i don't um mm. what have i been up to because I mean, you didn't ask me um uh i've been chilling i did south by for a day usually that's a, a whole week and a half event for me but y'all okay. i'm getting old and these knees and it's been freakishly cold for whatever the fuck reason Texas. um you know global warming and things um yeah i've been doing that uh they sold my grandmother's house with they bitch asses um what else um i (laughs) i am in a relationship because i knew you was gonna bring it up i was not gonna i would do no such thing you were that's not who i am i am in a relationship we are taking it day by day this is all uh i think the last time i talked about niggas (laughs) niggas <laughs> that mm. this was the person that i was talking to and and now i'm in a relationship with this person uh they will be moving to austin shortly within the next couple of weeks fix your face <laughs> <laughs> thank you um and we will see what happens you know <laughs> pray for me as i pray for you <laughs> mm. how are you I'm gonna save. Ooh. I'm gonna save my message to the very end. But let me tell you <laughs> how I'm doing. Don't come for mine, because I don't come for yours. Let me tell you something real quick, nurse. <laughs> He's currently not a nurse, but that's fine. Listen, nurse. Oh Jesus. Let me let me let me tell you something. You haven't met me yet, and I know you don't know how things typically go. But before oh, you my date my friend. You come and you ask me for permission, <laughs> nurse. Okay? Because you know what? I'll take your blood. <laughs> Wait. 
nurse. <laughs> Bitch, you sound like a vampire. I haven't met you yet. Mm. And what you should have did, what you, you need to do with the with them rappers, do you check in first. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Nurse, you check in with me and you say, uh, you know what, right. Musa? I know you don't know me, but I want to court your best friend. <laughs> Not Can court. I court him? <laughs> okay, that's great. Are you done? I'm doing fine. That's um, great, thank you. It's uh it's been a crazy few weeks. Um I'm in the process of moving. Yes. Um Grandy Lux apartment. In the child in the second floor. Yeah. Um but it's been it's been good. I'm I'm excited about moving out of these apartments. Um my ex lives in our apartment complex. In your current one. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And I am glad to not have to run into him anymore. Well, um, I see his husband um, at the grocery store all the time, and and he looks, he gives me like the, he squints his eyes. It ain't my fault. Uh-uh. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, okay. But uh, <laughs> no, but I'm 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 actually I haven't had a chance. I believe I'm really hippy dippy, as I like to call it. What does I that believe mean? in energy. I believe in in in. I believe in sage and stuff like that so what i'm gonna do is maybe but what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna take some sage yes i'm going into that apartment and i'm saging that apartment and not because of not because of 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 because i because my good friend lived there before so not because of that but because i don't want to bring anything that's on me into that space so i'm gonna sage myself yes and and i i just i know that you know people i think that i'm in a space where i I just know I don't care anymore. Like yeah. I don't care what people think and what they think about Sage or Palo Alto. I'm I'm taking I'm bringing all that stuff in there. Yes. I'm saging Eli. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm putting it. I'm just smudging yes. it down. Bless but I won't. I just I just we we moved into our current space. We moved into that space, and there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, bad energy. A lot of bad energy. Okay. Um and. I didn't feel like it was my space. Um, I didn't feel like it was our space. I felt like it was his space because we moved in during the middle of, well, it was middle of a pandemic and it was the middle of the, the blizzard. And so <laughs> okay. I didn't really get a chance to, it's, it, didn't, it never felt like home to me. And when I would come home, I always felt super tired. Like I never felt comfortable. I, I still don't. I go to sleep. When I come home, if I sit on the couch and watch TV, I end up falling asleep. So I am, I will say that I, I do, I'm happy to be moving, but I do feel um, – use a choo-choo train. Um, <laughs> Mind but, your business. But I do, like, I do feel a little uncomfortable because it's a it's a brand-new space. Mm-hmm. Um, but I talk about this on Facebook, but only old people use Facebook, so. Wait, because um, I'm not old. Girl, I'm right. 47. Bitch. Um, but, uh, you know, in, 20, in 2015, when I moved back to College Station – uh, I was homeless. I didn't have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, you actually came to visit me at the LaSalle Hotel. Um, I remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I, now I live directly across from it. What and kind I of lower be blessed? Be, no, like seriously, I, 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 I may, I don't talk about it a lot, but you know, and it's, sometimes it's not popular to talk about your blessings or your testimonies, but I realize like I can be my own person and I can say, cause you know, some, this kind of leads leads gonna lead into what we're gonna talk about a little bit. Um, we're gonna try to keep this episode short because we both got things to do. Um, but I, 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 I reverence God, and I thank God for for blessing me 
and for for keeping me because I remember living in being in that hotel and not knowing the next place I was going to stay. And I'm not going to get emotional because I certainly can. But, yes, you can. Um, you know what? Like, I don't have all the answers to all the things that are <laughs> all the problems in my life. But that is certainly a testimony just to know that I I have a place to lay my head, you know, and I can look at the LaSalle. Like, I can literally walk outside around the corner and the LaSalle Hotel is right there. Yes. And I don't know. I'm just... I'm full of a lot of emotions. Uh, yesterday, so not yesterday. Today, I was when I was moving in. Um, there's a club next to me, um, next to us. It was called Revolutions. It was a bar, a little dive bar, and they closed it down. And I, everything just comes full circle. So I think it was it was spring break around this same time, 2000, 2008. Me and my friend Cam were riding around. Uh, taking pictures and you know Cam's no longer here and she passed in 20 2013 I think and uh, we took a picture by this wall very very iconic wall for the for revs it's like this I guess it's like a Van Gogh style painting um, but she posed by it and it was very vibrant and everything and then I went to look at the wall because the place is closed but the, the courtyard is still kind of there and the wall had kind of faded a little bit. And I just thought about Cameron. And I just remember, I was like, she was alive at one point, standing in front of this very vibrant wall. And she was a very vibrant person. But I can, you know, as long as that wall is there, I can go and walk by it and, and think of her. Um, this week was also the one-year anniversary of my grandmother's death. And I, I had a little time to, to cry, you know, and I needed to cry because I – I haven't cried. You know, I haven't had a chance to just kind of like let it out. It's also my mom's birthday tomorrow and we just <laughs> we trying birthday. to we trying to figure it all out, child. <laughs> but anyway, um um it's busy. It's a busy time and I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to sort it all out, child. Just trying to sort it out one day at a time. You know, my husband may be moving uh will be moving in the fall. We don't know where yet because he hasn't decided where he wants to go to school. Um, he got so far. He's gotten two acceptances, and he's been waitlisted for one of the schools. Um, I would love for him to be in Texas, but the reality is he may not be. So, anyway, that's where we are. You know, we just. I mean, but that's that's. I just want to say that yes, you have a lot of things going on at the moment, but also be grateful for where you are, because child, you have come a mighty long way. Mm. From you living in your car <laughs> to you staying in the hotel to having your own place to having your own car and now staying across the street from the place where you had to stay because you had no other place to go, child, you are you are elevating. You bitch, you gonna make me cry. Don't. don't. <laughs> I'm not trying to. I just want you to be happy because things may not be going the way you want them to, but they are some way somehow they're getting better. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> I love you. Uh, God. And I love you back. Damn it. Don't do this. Uh, you know. Oh, shit. Josh, stop. <laughs> bitch. Oh, my God. Josh, because you you've been you've been there every step of the way. I just like, you know, that's kind of what I want to talk about. We'll talk about it. But, you know, in this very, because this episode's going to be short, y'all. Um, yes. Thank you for making, getting me all flustered and shit. Okay. Um, 
Yes. And, and <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, can we move to some some can we move to some pop shit? I can't do it. Right. Oh good. <laughs> you sure didn't do it. Okay. This is a very Oh girl, I please. I don't want none of that. I wouldn't read it. That's why So this past weekend was the Oscars. I did not watch. Um Neither did I. I was just hoping that I would be surprised I, that I that I, the, some of the people that I wanted to win would win, and they did not. Uh, right. <laughs> um. So. Because Oscar's so white. Still. Angela Bassett, um, was nominated for an award for her very moving, strong, and powerful role as uh, Queen Ramonda in Wakanda Forever. Yes. And, you know, it was. It was an amazing journey and to see her be celebrated for her role because Angela Bassett, the Angela Bassett, the incomparable Angela Bassett has been everybody, everybody. and has shown her. She has such tremendous range as an she actress. Does. I mean, Tina Turnta. And that should have been her first Oscar, to be honest. I, I believe she was Betty Shabazz. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I I believe oh she she's been everybody. She has been every person. She's she was even uh um uh, um what? Child. What what, what <laughs> am I, what are the words that are leaving? Sure, I don't she, know. She, <laughs> Marie Laveau. She was also yes, Marie Laveau. Marie. Um in American Horror Story and uh, one of my favorites. Yes. It was Taste Like Honey. <laughs> <laughs> she she did lose Ooh. to uh, Miss Jamie Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm, yeah, right. Jamie Lee Curtis for me, I'm a fan. I've always been a fan of Jamie Lee Curtis, especially <laughs> okay. some of her older her older movies. Um, I mean, shout out to her in the younger years. Um, but I've always been a fan of her. I'm just a fan, a stan of Angela Bassett. Because speaking deserves. of stan, Angela Bassett did not <laughs> necessarily stand did. or didn't applaud, and, and she shouldn't have. To. And Here's the thing. <clears throat> there were so many think pieces and critiques of her actions. Um, and the thing is, the thing is this. We'll, we may never know. Well, I'm sure it's happened. Black women, in my opinion, are always criticized for things that they are, don't do. But had it been had it been a white woman in that in that position it wouldn't have gone the same way right it wouldn't have been the same way but i think that i think that she had every right to be disappointed i think that maybe she had a she probably had a conversation with Jamie Lee Curtis off the off the camera and was like girl you know i i love you down i'm just i was in my feelings you know right but but she also don't owe Jamie Lee Curtis or anybody a goddamn right. thing right but there's an expectation um of 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 people to be, to, you know, you have to have a show a certain sense of humility or, or you're classless. Like someone on Twitter said, um, the lack of class. And it's like, so let, what if, what if, Jay, what if, what if Angela Bassett put two thumbs down? It don't take away, it don't take away from the work that she's done. She's done fabulous work. She's done great work. Yes, and has. just because she didn't act the way that you think a person should act, she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong at all. She didn't do anything to offend anyone. She responded. I, I'm, I'm not, it was a natural response. She doesn't have to stand up. I mean, not everybody 
when they lose, they don't stand up for the other person who mm-hmm. won all the goddamn time. Mm-hmm. So why is Angela Bassett expected to? When, when um, I think it was when Monique won, and the camera panned to Samuel L. Jackson. He made a few faces, you know. He was kind of he kind of scrunched up his face at some of the things. Well, allegedly some of the things that she was saying, but there was there was not the same response whenever he, you know, to his to his response to his lack of emotion or or his um, I don't know, <clears throat> kind of his grimace, you know, I guess towards her. Um, but then you, I mean, but you look at it. It was a black woman that won, and a black man that responded to some of the things that she was saying. But here you have a white woman and, and a black woman who did not win, and she probably had a million emotions in her mind. She probably had a lot of things going on. We don't know her, you know. So I don't. I mean, I, 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 I understand people. People are are trying to see it from a certain perspective and saying that this is this is poor sportsmanship. But it's like I don't know that lady. I don't know what she had going on. So I'm not going. I'm not going to judge her. She looked beautiful. She looked flawless. I wish she would have won. Right. Um, she she deserves she simply deserves but shout out to you know shout out to Jamie Lee Curtis and yeah, all I, I still haven't seen that movie I haven't either I haven't seen it I, so, I have I, mean, I have I not can't seen even it. say that she I mean to me even though I have not seen that movie that Jamie Lee Curtis was in like no one was really talking about her acting in that movie no. but when Wakanda Forever came out everybody was talking Everyone. about that scene that Angela Bassett did so it's like what's the comparison but i mean like i said i've not i have not seen it but all i know is she should have won she should have won a long time ago yeah so you know fuck the oscars there's a there's this and the grammys there's this feeling that 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 black women must show a certain level of humility and it's almost it's almost as if they have to be saint-like they have to be godly to the point that's be perfect and and it's it's exhausting i'm sure it's exhausting um, but I, one of the things that I don't like, and I don't know if it, how real they are, people have been, sh- been sharing these, um, I guess remarks from, from the Academy, like they did from the Grammys, you know, whenever, whenever Beyonce didn't win, um, or when, or before she, before she, before the Grammys even were even aired, there were, were allegedly there were people from, um, from the Grammy um, voter, whatever the fuck, the, the academy. I guess yeah. they 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 were saying, you know, <clears throat> why why does it have to be a you know a huge cultural shift when Beyonce does something? Because it is like it's just because she's not your cup of tea does not mean that she's not. Why do I make everything about Beyonce? Why do we? <laughs> I, I was, but I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna touch on that in a second. But anyway, Angela Bassett looked absolutely breathtakingly beautiful, and I wish that she would have won because. I I think that she deserves, but I'll say this: she knows her worth. She knows who she is, and she knows the legacy that she leaves. She knows the mark that she has left in cinema, in not just black film and in TV, but just film and TV. Period. Yeah. So whereas her fans believe that she deserves, I think that when she when she shot that movie, when she shot that movie, she was she said she. I imagine her thinking this was a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. And. But at the same time, I know that having that trophy must it. Pro- I'm sure it means something to her. Yeah. You know? So anyway, um, <clears throat> y'all need to stop going to the award shows. Period. Anyway. Right. So speaking of award shows and um, people showing their ass, the internet was in a an uproar over Sierra 
and her attire. Right. And so the thing is. Well, and that's for the without, after party. Without context, people get upset about the the strangest of things. The strangest. When I saw when I saw Sierra's outfit without context, I was like, "Oh, that's a choice." Yeah. Um. Still a great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she looked great, body yada yada, you know yeah. all that. And people were like, you know, of course, you know, niggas were like, man, right. I would let my wife go out like that. Are you married, sir? Right. Do you have a wife? You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's always a certain type of person, a certain type of brother that makes those types of comments. It was for the, the I think the theme of the the party was barely there. Right. And everybody else was bucking naked, you know. And see? they didn't see that. All they saw was Sierra with a see-through dress. Mm-mm-mm. But there was plenty of other women with very similar outfits. But why is she the one? I mean, first of all, you didn't do your research. Mm. But that goes back to it being like black women always have to be the the rule. Like always have to be the ones to 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 set the standard, you know. And it's like, but they're having a good time. She Sierra was she looks good. She's having a good time, and she was her clothes were barely there, you know. <laughs> and they were. And shout out to her. It's <clears throat> we will. We will fight this fight forever. Well, people who choose to engage will fight the fight of, you know, men policing women's bodies, women being proud of themselves, being proud of what they look like and, and wearing whatever the fuck they want to wear. We will have this argument all day long. And I just don't, I don't want to have it anymore. Like, I yeah, I scroll past stuff. Like, I see the think pieces. I see the, the, the tweets and stuff like that. I don't. I just been choosing not to engage, and it's it's made my life a lot better. Now I'd be one to, but anyway. Um, I mean, but the bottom line is that if her husband mm. okayed, I mean, even if he didn't okay, it's it's her fucking choice. But if her husband don't have a problem with the why the fuck are you worried about somebody that you ain't even with, somebody that you ain't ever gonna marry or see mm-hmm. or date or even talk to? Her husband thought she looked beautiful, and she was, and she was good. It's crazy how people. It's the people that do. Unbiblical shit that have the same. They try to, um, you know, they try to throw the same biblical references at people. You know, that's that's he's the man, she's the wife, she's supposed to be submissive. It's like, but what are what are you doing in your personal life? Like, right. stop stop cherry picking the Bible to to use it to attack people that don't think the way you think or believe the way you believe. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation. We are we are here for a good time, not a long time. Thank you very much. Moving right along. Um. In um, in nineties R and B news, child, <laughs> Escape and SWV didn't decided to put out a reality TV show that is very, very salacious, very juicy, child, full, very telling, full of stuff, full of mess. Um, the ladies of Sisters with Voices, SWV, Coco, yeah. Lily, and Taj, and the ladies of Escape, Candy, Tamika, Latasha, and Tiny. Um, have decided to that they want to uh, stretch their money out and <laughs> do a reality <laughs> Not TV show. Their money. Um, and then the the reality TV show would, would result in a tour. And there's been a lot of drama. Um, Tamika. Um, has not been, you know, she she apparently her sister uh, stole thirty thousand dollars from a child. Thirty thousand dollars, child. Apparently, mm-hmm. there was a royalty check mm-hmm. that was supposed to be happening, and Latasha, who is her sister, mm-hmm. uh, her husband apparently changed the routing numbers and mm-hmm. changed it to their bank account, and that money was deposited into their account. And there's that, child. But you know what? I saw a few episodes, the two that that, that aired. 
uh, I believe it. <laughs> I absolutely believe Same. it. Don't know them people from Adam, but I believe it. Um, I so you know me and Abel were talking about this, and I didn't realize how much I agreed with him. Um, so. Candy is not the strongest singer in Escape. She's not. Never has. Been. She's not. She never has been. <laughs> but but I will say that all of the songs cater to her sound. They do. She has a she has a very she has a very distinct, um, distinct voice. Yeah. And thank you for that because I'm lo- I'm losing all my words today. <laughs> um, and one thing that Abel said, he said, man, Latasha do too much. And it's the thing about me is I never thought about Latasha doing too much until I watched, um, the soul train awards. They sang understanding. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this girl is riffing and running like the world is coming to yes. an end. And but she, thing is, she's always done she's that. Always, but I never thought always. about it. But that was the sound in the nineties was these excessive <laughs> ass runs. It's the thuggish baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. all that. I mean, it's excessive. I mean, Candy has a very nineties voice too, but she it's does. very more relaxed as far as her abilities. <laughs> <laughs> I like when Candy, when Candy, like in in the nineties, she just she was just really like every man wants a woman. Every Boom. man <laughs> wants. <laughs> but, but I mean, but she kept it cool. And but then I didn't realize that Latasha doing the own thing. Yeah, she, right. she all like, the way she going. And on. that's the crazy part because even when somebody else was leading, Latasha was in the back screaming and hollering. Like, girl, let somebody else lead. You know, I I have to give I have to give Candy her props. Candy has held that group together. She's written most of the songs. And then her and Tiny could have retired a long time ago. They wrote No Scrubs. And, right. and that should that set them for life. Yes, it did. Because so, Tiny can write a song. But Yeah. But, you know, Tamika can sing down. Yes, she can. And she's she she is the person that Latasha thinks she wants to be. <laughs> like, to be honest. like Because the thing is with Latasha, she's still stuck in the 90s. She's still doing them same-ass runs. Yeah. And, and with Tamika, she... If she wanted to release an album, I mean, it, it probably wouldn't sell. But, <laughs> like, I feel like she could probably do put out something that would be okay yeah. for this time. What do you think about Tiny? Tiny, also, they all have distinctive voice. It's very 90s. And the crazy thing is, I actually like her singing, yeah. but in the, 90s. in the 90s. I don't want her releasing nothing right now. No, thank you. I love you. And that's the other Tamika. <laughs> Tamika. Right. Yeah, Tamika, Tamika Cottle. Tamika. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay, let's go to the Sisters with Voices, okay? Okay, so one thing I like about SWV is that they seem to be the big sisters in this game. Like, they seem right. to be the ones that, like, girl, we bought this bag. Like, we don't we don't always like each other, but we know we finna get this right. money if together. If there's a show, we gonna be there. We gonna be there. Um, Coco, to me, seems the the most uninterested in, like, in in – and being friendly, she's like, or I'm just trying to get to this bag, which I understand. Clearly, yes. Coco is is the sound of the group. Like mm-hmm. she's the sound. Oh, what? Well, yeah, and also Taj. No, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah. you know, Coco but led yeah, because... all the songs. Um mm-hmm. Taj, Taj is like to me. I like Taj. I like Taj. But Taj, she has such a good spirit. Like she's she just does. like, girl, I'm just happy to be here. And she's actually very pretty. She's oh, she's beautiful. Yeah. Like she's very beautiful. Lily the roundaway girl. She like, girl, we gonna party. <laughs> Will that be Will that be Cavassier? Because I'm gonna be there. You like, know, back in the day, I used to think she was. I was about to say some controversy, and I used to think that she was not all the way there. Oh my god! Because <laughs> I like in the back of the day, you would never see her speak. All you saw was this girl in the videos bopping her head and singing the background vocals. But she just looked like she was 
like one of those people who uh, is is mute. All right. Is uh-huh. that a, is that, <laughs> no. Is that a good word? No. Okay. Um, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> She's happy to be there, okay? Right. She's happy That's, to be there. Like, girl, I'm in a group. I'm with her, sit her burgundy bust down, <laughs> she'd be happy to be there. Yes. But, like, these women, they just like, you know what? I, I've seen a SVV uh, reality TV show, and they they work. You know, they, they seem like they work good together, but it's good to see the, it's good to see sisters all, you know, getting their money and stuff. I need for Latasha to run Tamika her quarters. Please, um, all 30,000. All 30,000. Girl, with interest, girl, 60,000. Girl, we just going right. to double it up. But it's it's sad to see Tamika hurt. Now, I understand some things are played up for TV, but that shit look real as fuck. Yeah. Like, it looked very real. Um, yeah. And it's sad that the mama is in the middle of it taking Latasha's side. Yeah. And then trying to throw God in the mix, talking about Child, you, God do. don't like the way you act. But girl, your whole daughter done stole $30,000 from your <laughs> other daughter, daughter, and you taking... Her side, yeah, like girl, that don't make no sense. But all right, I've seen a few, a, video, a few, um, I think two interviews of, of Latasha talking about um, escape. And when when asked if they took, if she took the money, she, the way she responds is like, girl, you know, you took that money. What right. You talking about? Anyway, um, so I mean, yeah, shout out to the to black women getting getting a check, and um, that's that. So, um, in in other news um the former president of the united states Boo. has said that he will be arrested on tuesday please do uh, and he is asking for his supporters to protest to stand up and take back america sounds like insurrection sounds like an insurrection um i am a very i i, I don't believe that he will be arrested and i don't even want to see it because what people don't know, like for a lot of people, when y'all see him in, in handcuffs, y'all going to rejoice. But what y'all don't know is that is a show. And that is a that's a that's a to me, that's an indicator to people to act a fucking fool. Because when these people who love him see their fave walking away in handcuffs, oh, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. And, you know, you know, folks who I don't I don't think it's going to come to pass like like that man is too powerful. He's too powerful. He knows too many powerful people to ever allow that to happen. Excuse me. Um, but I, I think that it's 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 sad because people may start to um, act out. So um, me and my house protected. So I just, <laughs> ain't it? Though? Okay. Uh, yes. Girl. Uh, ain't yes. It. Um, ugh. God help us today. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's all I have to say about that. I, I don't that that man to me is he's a minister society. Yeah, he ain't he ain't worth the gum you find under a park bench in New York Child, City. He ain't um, worth the glue that's holding his hair on his that, head. There's that. So um so yeah. Um anyway, I wanted to talk very quickly about um belonging and you know um just just finding yourself in in certain spaces um where you wouldn't typically feel welcome so and this is gonna be very quick because we we gotta go but um (laughs) i have been i have been dealing with with um this sense of belonging or not belonging for for a while and every place i go every place that i move i don't know i've been feeling like so when i lived in austin i was trying to belong and fit in with the the slender 
hipsters, you know, that my old bandmate Dietrich, like his whole aesthetic. I tried to be like them. Oh, you know, um, I mean, I I remember losing thirty pounds just because I was trying to fit in and be, you know, fit the clothes that he wore because he would give me some of his clothes. And was you trying to wear his fedora? No, I could never. <laughs> okay, wouldn't, wouldn't even fit my head. Um, but you know, when you when you're trying to be someone that you're not. It's a it's it's um it's a sign that there's uh, some unhappiness that you need to be th- thinking about, and so mm-hmm. um it's gotten worse. Um, it had gotten worse as the years progressed because I now currently live in a town where there's no one like me here. There, like I I'm I don't there is no one that I can say, man, we're we're so similar, you know. Um, and and if there are some similarities, there are major differences. And mainly, I say the biggest difference between me and a lot of other people is age. And, like, the, I will never find another black gay man here my age that I can just talk to. And it's, it's, a, it's a struggle. Um, you know, one of the things that I've been telling myself is that what people say about you is not your business. That's right. It's hard though. I was child without telling, without spilling too much tea. Um, I was um, in this space, and this young woman was was she was she was talking shit about me, and she didn't think that I saw her. She didn't think that I could hear. I couldn't hear what she said, but she was she was kind of whispering it to another person, and she looked at me and kind of cut her eyes because she knew that I was I was looking at her mm-hmm. mouth, right, and so yes. so it, it was it was hard because. I, I, I was I found myself wanting to fit in in that in that space, and um, I realized that there's no reason to try to fit the spaces where you don't fit. That's right. And if you don't fit those spaces, stretch them out, honey. Stretch them, <laughs> stretch them out, and oh, and, 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 right. <laughs> and you know, and and make your and make leave your own space, make your own space, create your own space, and so. Um, I've been really trying to get myself to not be lazy and record music again and, and try to write about my experiences. It's just hard. Like it's, it's hard to get back into that, 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 you know, the, the habit of writing, but how I've been remedying, how I've been remedying the shit that I'm going through is by telling myself, you only need to be in the spaces where you're welcome. Yeah. You only need to be in, you don't like, yeah, there might be time to like, you know, make a space for yourself in the, in this in this in this setting, but um, go where you go where you're wanted, and go where you're needed. And if you're not wanted or needed, child, go somewhere else. <laughs> yes. um, and so that's where I've been. That's where I've been, and it's been a hard lesson. Um, I think that I'm 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 slowly coming down from that that heightened sensitivity of. Um, feeling abandoned by my, by my, by my parents because of my personal decisions. And that is also a scary thing. You know, this, like I said, this was the, the, the anniversary of my grandmother's death. But when I go on Facebook child, everybody's parents is dead. Like people's parents are dying. Like they never died before. We getting into that age. We getting into that age, Josh. And, and like people are passing away. People's grandparents are passing away, but like I, I forgot what it was that I saw. Um, um, someone's someone's mother died, and 
all the people were there were there together, you know, collectively, and they were, you know, hugging and just, you know, sending well wishes and stuff and condolences. And I was like, my life won't be like that anymore. You know, when it literally when I when I decided when I got married and people found out, it changed my whole life. Yeah. And my life is not the same anymore. And you know, these are the instances where you cling to your spouse. Um, it's just it's a it's just a scary thing because I've never had to to cling to anyone else other than my family, you know. And I think the reason why I miss my family so much is because now my, my husband is great, you know, and and we we've been on the same wavelength, you know, um really really we doing been doing we've been doing really well lately. But it's just something about family that's like your blood family that's sometimes different, you know, and so I've been working on, on trying to establish relationships with my chosen fr- with my chosen family, and that shit's hard here. It's I, I you know because my friends all operate in different circles. You know what I'm saying like, um, you know I have a close relationship with with Adrian. I mention her a lot, um, but Adrian has a lot of you know close. She has a lot of little pods. You know of relationships. Mm. You know, or you know I think me and Tyler. We have we have a relationship, but Tyler is also in different pods and stuff, and so it's like um, it's hard to to find that family that you know you, you you're with all the time, you're hanging with them all the time, yeah. you know. And you, you know, families get tired of each other and stuff, but like I, I want to be around people my age, you know. Like it's this is the time where you you should be building that village, you know, that community of friends, and you know, a lot of times I'm just either older or blacker or gayer, you know, like, right. or, or, or it's, 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 it's hard in college station. And so I miss Austin a lot because, um, well, because you're there, Yay. you know, and I miss David, you know, um, okay. I do, you know, I, I miss him, you know, I, I do miss him. And That's good for you. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I miss David because David is, he reminds me of, of simpler times, you know, like he reminds me because he comes from my childhood. And so, um, college station is, it's a weird place. It's a weird place because, you know, it's so many times where I, like, I want to be like, girl, don't you know I'm that girl from back at, girl, you know how many, <laughs> how, many, how many shows I done did, how many how many tours I done been on? Child, people don't give a shit about that. <laughs> like, girl, what, what are you doing for me now? Right. What's, like, Nene Lee said, tell me about what's now. <laughs> <laughs> so so I've been, you know, it's it's a lesson in humility for sure. It's a lesson in um, you know, learning to be still, um, and I'm trying to, I'm, I'm finding, I'm finding my voice. I'm trying to find myself. And, you know, you reminded me of a lot of things, you know, you reminded me of some of my progress, you know, some of the progress that I've made. And there's still a lot of, there's still a long way that I have to go, but we, we going to get that child. You will. Um, but how how is your friend group? How's your friend circle? Child, I ain't got one of them. <laughs> I mean, I do kind of, sort of. Um, but you know, I stay to myself, child. Mm. What a friend I have in Jesus. Because mm. <laughs> like, I don't do shit. I stay at home all goddamn day. Like, I have friends in Austin, um, but nobody that I really hang out with, which is partly my fault. Like I said, I stay at home. But even the friends that I do have, like, I don't, 
I, I, they're they're not like you, mm. like somebody that I feel like let's go down the street go get a burger, bitch, you know some shit like that. So <laughs> let's get drunk um, <laughs> off of something at, at at that one restaurant. Hell yeah, let's go off. order off the whole goddamn menu. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't I don't have friends like that. Like because all my good friends have moved away. You moved away. Brian moved away. Hey Brian, uh, he listen. Yes, he does actually. <gasps> Brian does listen. Hi Brian. <laughs> But, um, yeah, so I just, like, all my life I have been a loner, and so I'm used to doing things by myself, and I think that as I've gotten older, I mean, it has become easier to be more recluse, Mm -hmm. and so, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm almost prefer being by myself now because that's to me that's all i've had is myself Mm -hmm. like even when i was younger and i had friends but i always felt like it was only just me against the world Mm -hmm. and like even when i was living with my mom like she was like why are you in your room all day like you don't come out you don't say hi to me you don't do anything it's like i don't know i don't know if that's like a, a mental thing or it's 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 hard. I don't know. Yeah. Like, cause I say that I want friends and I want things to do, but then I don't. You better say it. <laughs> Child, have you ever? You ever? I feel that because sometimes I'm like, yeah, I want, I want, I want, blah blah blah. And then when they say you want to hang out, I'm like, Ooh, but no, no. <laughs> and that is so me. Like, I, invite me out, but child, you know, just know that I'm probably gonna say no. I just want to be invited. <laughs> invited, okay? child, okay. and don't be mad if I say no, cause child, that, that is that is me. <laughs> but it takes a specific friend to actually get me out of the house and mm-hmm. if i don't feel like i have that close connection to you then child it's probably not happening like me going out for south by this past weekend that's the first time i've really been out doing shit mm-hmm. like in months and this is with people that i only see with like once a year mm-hmm. so i don't know i've always felt like it's only it's it's me by myself and yeah. i don't know if that's because i was raised as an only child and because you know the shit that i was going through when i was younger and you know so I, I stayed to myself, child. Yeah. But I mean, I need more friends, but child, the friends that 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 hmm. <laughs> I don't know, hmm. child, they either want to fuck you or they <laughs> or they want something else from you. Listen, and you better say child, that I just, on today. <laughs> so it's like it, it's just hard, especially in your thirties, trying to Ooh. find a good friend group. Because with me, especially not having like a particular like, I guess career and i'm just working and working working to work you know i don't have like colleagues that you know that i identify with you know i just have co-workers that i see on a daily basis so i don't know that's just me i'm, I'm that was really good I'm you, you spoke you said a lot of things especially you know it's it is hard being friends with people in your 30s because so there's a guy who lives in my apartment complex his name is dwight um um or as i like to call him dwight uh-huh. and so dwight has this um he has that uh that Obama dog, the Portuguese, the Portuguese water dog. Why is it Obama dog? It's because that's what Obama had. Oh. That's the first time I ever saw it. He had, a, he had an Obama dog. Um, <sighs> so Dwight is um tall, lanky white guy. I, he's a gamer, I can tell. Um, and he always comes out with his dog. His dog is very obedient, very well trained, unlike my dog. Um, <laughs> and my I started I started speaking to him because you know like wanted to know him like i i said hi he, so he's kind of weird at first now he speaks um and uh 
he saw me moving some boxes. He didn't say anything, but I'm going to talk to him. When I see him tomorrow, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, hey, man, you know, like, I just want to let you know that I'm moving. And, you know, it would have been great to get to know you. It feels weird, but, like, I want to get to know him. Right. But I don't want him to think that, like, wait, what? What are you? But one weird thing about him, if you walk past his apartment, it, like, you, if you saw him, you would never know, guess this. But if you walk past his apartment on any given day, he is screaming at the top of his lungs. Screaming he's a gamer. Oh, he's a gamer. I was like, what? but it's scary because he like if you see he's, he looks very quiet, very very skinny, pale. He doesn't get a lot of sun. Um, um, attractive. He's an attractive white guy, um, but he'll be in there Mm-mm. screaming. Oh, oh, so so yeah, that's demonic. But, yeah, but I try to be. You know, I just but I find that I'm weird. I'm very weird. Like my dad, my I, I one of I have one of my dad's char- my dad's characteristics. He'll say he'll he'll look at he'll look at one and give like a little smile. He'll say, "Hmm, how you doing?" You know, and I do that, and it's kind of creepy, I guess. But I just want to I I do want to be friends with people, and so in the space that I'm in, um, in one of the spaces that I'm in, in the theater, I'm older than everybody. Like there's no one there is no one my age, right. and. It's you know I can't be these are these are college students I can't really be friends with them like that you know I could I speak to them and I'm cordial but I don't have anybody my age even the ones that I I am friends with I'm 10, 12 years older than right. them and so it's like I mean we friends but we not like friends friends like that like they not finna come ask me if they can borrow a cup of sugar you know what I'm saying like <laughs> them the kind of you know Adrian's my friend you know yeah. but but even then like like we, we're friends and we are friends I think we're close friends um but in the theater she the director you know right. so she like all right you know like get your shit together you <laughs> yeah. know like so yeah. so it's so it's a it is a it is we talked and we talked about she, she she we were commiserating a little bit about that you know her you know um being the director and sometimes not casting people in roles that are, and she's their friend and yeah. how hard that is. And I, it must be hard. I made it hard. You know, <laughs> I know I'm, you know, well, not, I didn't make it hard, but I'm saying like, I, I think I, it's a, there's a lot of pressure on her to try to, you know, please people. But if you're not, you know, if you're not fit for this role, you're not fit for this role. And I think that that's that her saying that helped me put it into perspective. Like, you know, sometimes you're not going to be the person for that role. Yeah. And I have to, re- I have to respect that, you know? So, and then, and then, you know, um, there are some people who I, I consider, I think, you know, um, there are some people in the theater that are around my age, you know, uh, but a lot of them have families, you know, or, you know, and so I, I, I'm the only, I'm the only married black gay man <laughs> at the theater, you know, and I'm, I'm the only cis uh, black gay man at the theater mm-hmm. who is married and has a dog and drives a Kia. I, mean, I need somebody like that. You know what I'm that's very particular. Need, yes, listen. I'm putting out <laughs> a, a want ad for a friend who is cis. Nah, you don't be cis. That's fine. But you can be um, a cis. You could be a cis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, that's, I'm not gonna do that. Anyway, um. I, before we before we go to the letters, I wanted to talk to you about my dream I had about us. Oh Jesus! So, um, sometimes I go to bed and she's on my shoulder. Yes. Um, and um, but last night's dream was very specific and it was scary. So me and you, um, Eli was there too, but we were at this this very fancy dinner in College Station at one, at the hotel the um, the hotel here on campus. And um, we were we were walking out, and something fell out of your pocket, 
and there was a security officer there was a woman and she said sir what is that and i think it was some shoulder girl <laughs> that's some shoulder yeah <laughs> <Some> shoulder. <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> your shoulder fell out your pocket <laughs> and so okay. I, I, I picked i i kicked it to the to the to the like this like this this corner and i went and picked it up and she tried to grab it from me and we was in a tussle child and you were like get up get up i was like i'm trying to get your shoulder and so so when i got up her her gun fell out Uh -uh. and she went to pick up her gun i thought she was well first of all i don't know why a security guard had a gun in the first place but she was trying she was i thought she was about to shoot me so i went i grabbed for her gun and we was tussling and you just standing there you you had we both had on tuxedos and you were standing there and child um and the tussle I shot her in the, uh-uh. in the thigh shot her in the thigh uh-uh. and so she was like mayday man's down everybody come come get this nigga and so my boss was there uh-uh. my current boss and he was like y'all go and get out of here go ahead and get out of here and so me and you took off we ran and then we ran and there was an old Oldsmobile up the street, what? we got in the Oldsmobile, and they were like, they were, they were. Well, I don't know why they were helicopters. We were, they were fixing to get us. Yeah, we so, were wanted. So yeah, oh, it gets way worse. So we we stopped into this. It was a candy. It was an Indian candy shop. Why I don't know. <laughs> and there was a husband and wife there. There's a white man and a white woman, and they said, "Are y'all okay? No, we we got y'all." And so they took us to their house. They had a huge mansion. Somewhere ducked off somewhere. Mm. And they had about five or six sons. Child, we were sold into sex trafficking. Lord, what is going on? Yes. And we were fighting. (laughs) And we were fighting. And like they, but they like, they gave us, so they were giving us cash. And they're like, we're going to give y'all all all kinds of things, but y'all will stay here. It wasn't even, no, it wasn't even sex trafficking. We were their personal like, Sex slaves. Sex slaves. Uh-uh. And they were giving us all kinds of money and stuff. And you said, uh, count that for me one more time. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like I was me, trying man. to get out. <laughs> I was trying to get out. And the, the, the father, um, he looked like um, Burt Reynolds. Okay. And the mother, I don't remember what she looked like, but the sons were fine they were fine i mean were we having sex with the sons yes okay i'm okay but with that. but like <laughs> but i was trying to get out and you were like you were you were happy you were counting your money yeah. and I, so but That's then mean. then it transitioned to us we actually got out and I, I made you get out so we were on the road we were running and so we were on this road and the road like started rumbling Mm-mm. and it lifted up. It was a Pokemon. We were, Bitch, we were running. You, up need, I, you need to stop doing shoulder shit. We were, <laughs> I don't like. We this. were running on top of a Pokemon, and like we, I could see the brothers off in the distance in their trucks, like coming after us. Mm. And the Pokemon was going so slow. It was going. Was it a slow. Snorlax? I, I don't know what it was, <laughs> but he had a roll on his back. Okay. Good night. And like I woke up in a panic. So anyway. <laughs> Bitch. There'll be no more shoulder sessions. Sure, no more shoulder sessions. There'll be no more bed, shoulder sessions. Goddamn, that was a moment. Uh, anyway, do we have a letter for um, the rest of uh, Sheikah? Oh uh, yeah, email? we gonna read the rest. The, the rest of Sheikah's letters. She has some questions for us. Okay, hold on as I get it. Oh, okay. Question number one from Sheikah. <laughs> Why did I say it like that? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> what was Sheikah? <laughs> What will you tell your 12, 13-year-old self? I'm going to let you go first. 
a 12 or 13 year old self Sheikah that is a question so let me tell you when I was 13 I can't believe I'm telling this story when I was 13 my father caught me hunching <laughs> what does that have to do with a little boy <laughs> oh, okay oh I know this story he, he caught me hunching with a little boy oh Jesus um, and he pulled us he put us off each other uh-uh. And um, on my way to, he was taking me to school a year later. So I was 12. And then when I was 13, he was taking me to school. And he said, you don't, you don't want to be like that, do you? And I broke down and cried. And 13 was um, the first year that I would interact with older people in school. And Sheikah, you know some of these people. Um, so when I was 13... I had three bullies to be, well, more than three, but I had three ones to be specific. Um, Milton, Marshall, and Elgin. And I know you know them, Sheikah. They would terrorize me everywhere that I went. They terrorized me at pool parties. They terrorized me at football games. They were horrible people to me. Um, Elgin and I are friends on Facebook, but I haven't seen Marshall and Milton in 20 plus years. Wouldn't, like, I would know them if I saw them, but... I wouldn't speak to them. They were horrible to me. And I, it wasn't just them. Their friends were horrible to me. Like their friends wouldn't, they wouldn't do so much, but if they were laughing, their friends were laughing. Mm-hmm. And so I would tell my 12, my 13 year old self that this is not the end. This is, this is not what your life is going to be like. There's so much more waiting for you. And those people who made fun of you, those people who talked about you, those people who threatened to beat you up, they won't even exist in your world in, in 20 years. Like, in, in 20 plus years, you will not ever see them again, and you won't have to worry about them. And so, endure. And yes, you are by yourself. Yes, you are alone. Yes, there is no one here that can help you, but I promise you, you will survive. Because, child, I didn't have anybody when I was 12 and 13 my parents didn't protect me um you know friends friends didn't protect me because they were cool with Marshall Milton and Elgin or they wanted to be part of the cool kids club you know and so even even those people who I consider to be friends today um they um they don't um they didn't protect me they didn't defend me they would just laugh they'd laugh at me and then quietly be my friend that was in college too so I would tell 12 or 13 year old Musa to hold on and that um, it hurts. It, it definitely hurts, um, but it will get better. I remember crying. I remember like I remember getting made fun of, you know, um, on the, during the holidays when I was when, you know, by, by my older cousins when I was 12, when I was 13. And I remember walking outside of my grandmother's house and I was crying and my dad tried to come and console me. But he tried to make it seem like there was nothing wrong with me. He was like, you, you, what's wrong? You out here crying? You probably don't even know why I do you. And I was like, in my, and I, I didn't want to say anything back to him. But mom was like, no, my funky ass cousins is talking shit about me. Yeah, I know what's wrong. Go in there and beat their ass, you know. Right, but, yeah. but, like, but my, parents, my parents did something to me that it was helpful and hurtful at the same time. They would sweep things under the rug so that they didn't have to get into it with with the kids' parents. And I didn't want my parents to get – I didn't like my parents fighting with anybody. And so, in a way, it was kind of a relief. 
that they would just kind of let things they would brush things off. But also, the bad thing that it did was that I kept that mentality. Like when people say shitty, like like shady shit to me, about me or to me, like a lot of times I don't think about it till later. Like somebody said some shitty to me and real shady uh, uh, last week, and it wasn't until I got home I was like, now nah, bitch, <laughs> now if I now now if I really unleashed on you, you be in a world of trouble. But but I you know so so yeah I would tell twelve or thirteen on me that it's, this will not last forever, and you're gonna find that when you get to this age. You're gonna be more vibrant and and more full of life than you ever have been in, in your entire ever. You know, like just so don't don't stop here. Don't let this be the end. This is not the end for you. So what about you? Um, what would I tell little gay ass Josh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, first, I think I would tell myself that, you know, the situation with your mother and your Stepfather is definitely not going to last always. Y'all will find a way of escape. So just keep holding on, cry your tears, but you will be all mm-hmm. fucking right. Um, and don't worry about, you know, you being gay. Because if you being gay, you gay. Try you just gay. <laughs> Try yeah. you just gay. Um, and that, um, uh, child, some tough times ahead. Mm. But, you know, as as usual, you you will be all right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you're gonna make some great friends. Um, <laughs> trying to do it, and you know, um, I think that's. It. I mean, there's other stuff, but I ain't trying to get into that on Child. this good podcast. We gonna yeah, Child, But yes, you know, you you will be all right. You keep being the person that you know that you are. Um. And you live your life the way the fuck you want to. And fuck everybody else. <laughs> Twice. All right. Second question from Sheikha. Um, what is or was your dream job career? <laughs> I wanted to be a marine biologist and end up working at SeaWorld, child. Oh. I, knew, I just knew that I was going to be a trainer for Shamu, Namu, and Ramu. Uh-uh. Um, uh, shout out to my nigga Tillicum. R.I.P. to that nigga Tillicum. They, 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 they jacked him off and killed oh, okay. him. Okay. They, <laughs> they did. did. They did. They jacked his little thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Yeah, I wanted to be a marine biologist, and and I also wanted to be an archaeologist. I also wanted to be an architect. I used to draw floor plans for a new house that I was gonna build for my family. Um, I just knew that I was gonna be an architect. That's why when I play The Sims, I build these ex- these massive houses, um, and <laughs> then does. I end up not playing the game ever again because I get overwhelmed because there's too many too many rooms. I can never build a, a simple two bedroom house. It's always gotta be extravagant with 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 like three basements and like 12 stories high so yeah i would i want but definitely i want to be i actually said that i was going to build um a a college that was that was the theme was shamu it was you know it's crazy before i came to texas a&m university i had a school that was called shamu it was like SeaWorld, something in Marine University. It was, yeah, so. I, I think it's weird that I ended up <laughs> coming here. Shamu, Tamu. Oh, that makes yes, sense. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, you, if you let me, I'll finally come back around to the park. I was yeah. confused. What about you, child? Um, so, child, even my old age, I don't know what the fuck I want to do. I mean, I kind of do. 
but what I want to do takes money. But anyway, when I was younger, I wanted to, I think I wanted to become a singer. Mm-hmm. Then as I got older, I was like, eh, I want to be a singer, but I'd rather be a background vocalist. Because I, like I said, I've never thought that I had what it takes to be a, a solo star. And then I don't like all that pressure and anxiety and like spotlight on me anyway. I'm not that type of dude. <laughs> Excuse me. Um... So, yeah, I wanted to be a background singer and just travel with somebody really famous and just live my life in the shadow of someone else's, which sounds kind of bad, but I'm a a low-key dude, you know. As long as I get a piece, you know, (laughs) of what I want, you know, traveling and singing and being happy, that's all I really wanted. But now I'm actually really thinking about being a, a van lifer, like buying a van and, like, uh, uh, you know, like renovating it and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and then like traveling and like vlogging and stuff like that. I'm really interested in doing that. The only oh, thing is, wow. I don't have the coin to do it. But if I ever win the lottery, like I really want to get like a tiny house, but like a a, a good size tiny house, like <laughs> like maybe like a studio size like tiny house, and then also have a van. So when I want to get the fuck up out of here, then mm-hmm. I'll just travel the you know the United States and. And vlog my travels and stuff like that. And, yeah, that's really been heavy on my mind recently. And also, I don't know if I want to become an author, but I do have a book that I want to write that I've talked about. And, child, before you say anything shady. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've been talking about this for years, uh, but I also want to write this this book. You know, we should talk about it more, but I think – I think we could write books together. I think we could write like we could write fiction, gay literature. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I think we should. I think that there's we need. I mean, so yeah, that's a whole other conversation. We'll talk about that later. Um, that's great. I think I think you should. I think you should do. You know, in the past couple of years, you have done some spontaneous things. You know, you've been to Italy, girl. You've been, you went on a cruise. Man, you was riding like four wheelers and shit. <laughs> this um, is true. <laughs> and and I, 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 I love that about you that you, 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 do, those are things that sometimes I am too afraid to do, like, like taking a risk and putting myself out there. Um, and so, I mean, I could see you in a van driving down my, my friend my friend Terrell did that you know and it does take sacrifice and some coin you know but I think you should you know start small you know start re- doing some research and seeing like what you can find you know so which y'all I'm bad at saving my money but if anybody wants to donate to donate <laughs> try my cash up is dollar sign J E E E R S H thank you that's a lot <laughs> it's not anyway next question from Big Sheikah uh, what is your biggest regret? Ooh, girl. Um, my biggest regret. <laughs> my biggest regret, and I will say this. Um, my biggest regret is, um, allowing men to um take control of my career. Uh, not, and I've said this on this on this podcast before, but not being in the studio when my when my bandmates were were um when they were comping my vocals 
not being in there when they when they were in Pro Tools, um, fig, learning learning. I should have been learning how to be an engineer because that was very that was years of valuable lessons I could have learned, and I could have learned so that I could record myself and understand the this software a lot better you know because now I'm, I'm having a, it's a really hard learning curve learning how to record even when we do stuff you know for this podcast so and i'm only i'm on, on a very on a very basic um software interface but um it's i, sh- I should have been i sh- you know my mom always say shoulda coulda woulda but i should have been in the studio and the reason why i wasn't in the studio whenever they were comping vocals and we for those of you who don't know what comping vocals is if you if you do a vocal line four or five or 12 times they pick the best part of each vocal and compose composition um um each each part to make one perfect vocal line um and sometimes i had a lot of takes i ain't gonna lie to you um and so here I am, you know, like I, I, I know it sounds good, but like, sometimes I don't know, like EQ levels and things like that. And if I knew those things, which I can still learn, but it's just going to take me a little bit longer. I could record my own album and I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't need anybody. Cause right now I need people to do this and do that. Yeah. And so I'm trying to tell myself, like, I don't need these people to do these things. And, and so when I get a weekend where I'm not doing anything, I'm gonna try. So yeah, for, for now, that's my, my greatest regret is not being in the kitchen when the cooks was cooking because I would have learned so much. And they knew what they were doing because they would tell me to go home. They would say, you know, hey, no, don't worry about it. Go home. You'll be good. You know, kind of didn't want me over their shoulders while they were comping vocals because I might have an opinion. And I did. But and that's the that's the bad other bad part was I might have had an opinion about how something sounds. But if I'm not there. They don't have to worry about another set of ears yeah. and another mouth being like, I don't like that. And so um, never I will with that for anyone listening, anyone who does listen and cares, um, never let anyone tell you that you're not that, that you don't need to be in the space that, you know, you should be in where you should be learning and growing because you're going to miss out on some lessons and some blessings. So just make sure that you you know that be in those spaces, even when somebody tell you to go home, be in those spaces what about you uh my biggest regret <clears throat> um i really don't know uh i mean i guess i don't want to like always <clears throat> like center shit around like brendan but i mean he was a big part of my life but it was my biggest regret is not being there for his last few months of his mm-hmm. life because uh, you never know if things could have turned out uh, otherwise. But because uh, I feel like I let myself down in that situation and I let him down. But God only knows what would have happened in that situation. But I would have liked to, you know, even if things still ended the way that they ended, mm-hmm. that I still would have spent, you know, got to spend more time with him <clears throat> in his, you know, last few months. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. I feel the same way about Cam. (laughs) So next and last question is, do you have personal mentors or, you know, and or work mentors? Mm -hmm. Um, So I just asked um, an older fraternity brother to be my mentor. And I'm very, I'm very weird about asking someone to be my mentor because 
um, you know, most of the older people that I know um, are straight and Christian. And that's okay. That's okay. Um, I think that sometimes makes things interesting and it makes you, it, it could make you a better person. Um, but I, 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 I do have a mentor in um, some of my colleagues uh, who are o- a bit older than me and not very, not by very much, but they've had more experience and have more wisdom. So um, yeah, my boss is my mentor. Um, um, uh, I know I have another, there's another person in my life. She's a mentor and she's a very, she's a damn good mentor. Um, we just don't get to spend a lot of time together. Um, I would love to have someone in my life who was, you know, a little bit older than me and had more experience than I've had, but who is also black, gay, and dope as hell. I would like, that'd be, that'd be ideal. And, I I acknowledge that they probably don't exist in these spaces, especially in the in the town where I live. So I do have a couple of mentors and I I rely on them, but they're at the same time, they're people who they're there when I need them. They don't they don't, you know, encroach, they don't, you know, try to take up my time. There's they just say, you know, when you need me, I'm here. So what about you? Um, well, I definitely got no work mentors. Uh, <laughs> um, but as far as personal mentors, um, one of them would be you, um, actually. Sean, you my mentor. Would you, how, well, we mentor each other. We do, and that's great. <laughs> but I do look up to you, I mean, because you, you, even though you f- feel like you're stuck in a place right now, mm-hmm. you have done a lot of things that I have not done, been places where I have not been in, you know, seen things that I have not seen so you know and you've lived a lot of life in your 45 years and you know and 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 even through all the things that you've gone through you are still you know coming out victorious in, in your life even though it may not seem like it um so yeah you um my other best friend Brian, I look up to him, even though mm-hmm. he is he probably feels like he's in the same position. But I, I look up to him um, in other ways as well. Um, and I, the final person is my mother. Come um, on, we have not always had the best relationship. Um, because I have, you know, uh, I'm trying to find the best way to say this. <laughs> Well, anyway, we have not always gotten along, and I have, you know, that's partly my fault and partly hers. But she is a very strong woman. Um, and in spite of the things that she is that she has gone through and is going through, she is still, you know, striving to make it another day. Mm. And you know, and she gives me, you know, hope that you know. That no matter come what comes my way, that you know, you can get through it, you can make it, and you know, and fuck life and fuck the shit that comes, you know. No, this, and, and, don't fuck <laughs> the shit that. <laughs> and you know, just like you know, you can handle whatever life is, is is throwing at you. That's right. Um. So yeah, I'm not gonna get too deep into that, <laughs> but <laughs> I love Kim and I love Brian and I love. Dustin Musa, 
all of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you too, and and, and I and I, I appreciate that. It it does mean a lot, and you know you've, but like it's it's just the same thing. Like you know, I was um. I always tell people and I always tell you, like, I mean, I I learned to be a singer because of you. You know, like there are a lot of Yeah, we we you know, we we be singing and harmonizing and shit, you know, and that's how we used to do in Austin when I was broke, poor, busted and disgusted. Oh god. All right. You know, so like we I feel like it's a that's what makes our friendship what it is, you know, because we it's it's we we have we've been able to help each other, you know. And so it's 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 good and life is gonna be so much better. We just have to start living it, you know. I I realize that there are so many parts of my life that I have not lived, and it's a lot of it's because I'm afraid or I'm like I gotta do this in order to do that. Same. But I but I don't have to, you know. Like I don't like. I, I sometimes I feel like I gotta get this in order in order to do this, and and I I don't have to do that, you know. Um, I'm always even the job I have now. I tiptoe around them because I'm afraid. Like, if I got to take a day off, I can take a day off. You know, I have the time to take a day off. Um, but a lot of times I don't want people to judge me or to look at me, look look down upon me. Um, but that's just, if people do, they do. That You can't do nothing about that. And that's what, I, what I'm trying to tell myself. Child, you can't do nothing about the people who, who think bad things about you. Because, child, unless they're doing bad things to you, what they think and what they say about you, it's not your business. Not and I have your to, business. I have to continue to say that. It's just that sometimes looks, when I see people looking or being shady, I'm like, you think you won. That's what really be pissing me off when people think that they won and they, yeah. you know, they, they'll say something shitty or shady about you and they'll kind of look at you. I'm like, girl, I will snatch <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> you know, and, and but like I, I keep telling myself, like Musa, until they bring it to you, they they and the reason why they not bring it to you is because Shaka's, they know who the, they know, they know who you are. They you know? know better, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, girl, if you know better, don't Shaka. look at, don't look in my direction, okay? Because I keep your comments to yourself because they, if they happen to get to me, bitch, I'm stepping save it for me. after hours, and that's the thing, and that's that's another part about living in this town. Folks don't know that, yes, I am professional. Yes, I work at this university. Yes, I practice yoga. Yes, I can be zen, zen, and all that stuff. But I am country. I will curse you out. (laughs) I am from Bay City, Texas. I'm different. I'm different. Slap you with a horseshoe. And you need to tell tell yourself, oh, he's different because I am. That's right. I'm not the same. I'm not your little friend. Bitch. <laughs> but but nah um yeah so anyway Shika we love you so much uh thank you so much for being uh, uh just like I listened to the last episode um and she she's so sweet and she's very kind and I appreciate her yes thank you for your um, support we you know I've been really racking my brain of ways to cast a wider net and um it's just hard because. I, there is a queer podcast, a black podcast that I, I do want us to like, like befriend, um, because I was thinking like, man, it would be really dope to have a black, a black queer panel at South by Southwest next year. I was thinking about that. I'm like, we need to um do something, like, I don't know, to promote ourselves or to like get ourselves out there. With yeah. it. Like, let's get a panel of like black podcasts, like gay podcasts. I think we need to start now. Like, we need to start now, like, like talking to people and just saying, like, and then you know, maybe some of our best highlights we can put in a um, a press kit, and um, it'd be really great to do to do 
South by South Queer. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, but anyway, y'all, this is a, a shorter podcast, but we are always grateful. If you listen to this podcast and you know that anybody else might benefit from listening to two gay niggas talking about <laughs> shit, um, please tell them um, and please remind them that we do cuss. Warn them, rather, that we Just do cuss. Just a little bit. Um, just a little bit, bit. Um, <laughs> and you know, for those of you who may have stumbled upon our podcast, who know us personally and are offended by some of the language, grow up. It's gonna be and all right. Get over it, because <laughs> we are grown and we are. And you can't whoop of, us. You, and you can't. You could probably try, but we fight back. <laughs> um, but yeah, y'all, um, hug somebody. Uh, Please, please, please hold people dear to you, close to you, because it's it's insane. Um, people are just they're just leaving, you know, and there might be there might be somebody in your life that you don't want to hug or be close. To. It's OK. Pray for them, you know, send, send good vibes, because not everybody that that that's in your life. Um, you can for, you can forgive. Like, so I was I'll say this last thing, like. Um, distance learning and distance loving are, are, are two great things. Like you can love someone from a distance. You can yeah. learn from a distance. Like you can learn because through that distance. And that's what I'm learning right now. You know, I have family members who I'm not, I'm not in close proximity to, and I'm learning to love them from a distance and that is okay. And you have to be kind to yourselves. Yes, we need each other to lean on, but you don't need to lean on somebody who who ain't, don't stand for nothing. So, mm. all right, y'all, be wait, good. Wait, you need to tell the people about the child email. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, before I do that, let me tell you something, nurse. Uh, uh-uh. wait, don't, don't come from mine. <laughs> you don't, thought I forgot about you, don't nurse? Do that. Listen, you can you need you need to make sure that you you need to call me, okay? Because uh, no. I need to I need to make sure I need to he suss you out. He, uh, I need no. to suss you out, nurse. No. Okay, that won't be happening. She look nurse outfit. <laughs> He's oh, not nurse. even a nurse. Scrub this. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so if you um have a question, comment, or concern, <laughs> please send an email to child podcast. That's child with. Foeyes at gmail.com. All right, and we will we will we will answer your questions to the best of <laughs> our abilities. Please remember that we are not teachers, preachers, or, or reachers. Um, but we will we will surely um answer your question and give you the most professional <laughs> answer. Just, no, you, we won't. Listen, it'll be a five star answer uh, for you. <laughs> Um, tell people about this podcast because we need listeners. Yes. And don't, don't just listen to it for your personal consumption. Say, you know what? Have you heard Josh and Moose's podcast? Right. They be talking about some shit over there, girl. We, they do, probably talk- we probably talking about you. Um, probably are. <laughs> but anyway. Wait, and also don't forget to uh, comment and subscribe mm-hmm. and rate, you know, because those things are very needed yes. so we can reach the masses. Yes. Amen. Because you want us to grow. You can't be keeping us to yourself, yep. child. And one last thing, nurse. No oh my play. god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with my man. Ah, uh, I'm gonna be the one to bring it to you. That's right. Yeah, boo, child. <laughs> anyway, y'all be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. All right, we love y'all. Bye. Bye.